Welcome to the Souls of Society community. We're building the new world here. It's based on connection, compassion, and collaboration. Join us as we explore how to create a new earth. Enjoy the Heart Center conversation. I'm Dijon. Welcome to the tribe. Bless. All right. It is 2019 now. Yes. This is the first soul's venture in a minute. I've been taking a break from the project, but I met a beautiful soul last Saturday. Was it Saturday? Saturday, yes. Man, it seems like, like, seems like ago. longer ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I do an event series called The Universe Chose Us, which is all about helping people access their intrinsic joy. And you found it through a mutual friend. Was it Andrew? Yes, it was. Yeah. So she found Andrew Seeley, who's a good friend of mine and an internationally renowned yogi, just a very enlightened brother, was doing yoga that day. He posted about it. She found it. Mm-hmm. And she came up when we were setting up the table. And uh, what first the event, one there. Yeah, you're the first <laughs> one there. What the event is, it's, it's right now it's like watercoloring, getting your creativity out, like some guided meditation or a cannabis blessing yoga and then a silent disco and she walked up right when we were setting up for any of that and she was like is this the universe chose us <laughs> and we were like yes you were in the right place and she was like well what is it i was like it's about to be the best time of your life and it was and it was it really was yeah it's a bold thing to deliver on but i'm glad i was able to yeah you did thank you for that again yeah so we connected on Instagram and now she's over at my place and we're doing a podcast. There you go. It's just how it happens. Yeah. So, um, I know you on Instagram is Gabby Vibes, but I don't even know your real name. Gabby. My full name is Gabrielle Mather Sinozier. Sinovier. Sinozier. Sinozier. That's Haitian. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. It's very eloquent. Thanks. Hmm. I never, I never use it though. It's, I don't know why. I've I've been asked that question for a long time. Why why I shortened the Gabrielle to Gabby, and then I actually researched the meaning of the name yesterday. And Gabby, the meaning is woman of God. Mm. I was like, wow, that's kind of nice. I'm just gonna roll with that. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. So I know that you are visiting from Montreal, Montreal, Canada. Yes. And. How long have you been in California? What brought you out here? Uh, so I got here uh, mid-December and I only bought a one-way ticket because I was like, I know I need to be in California. I don't know why exactly yet, but I know I need to be here and I don't know how long I'm gonna need to be here. So I'm not gonna buy a return flight just yet. So I rented a place for, um, a few weeks to start off and then I was like I'll see where I need to go and if I need to come back home um, I was actually supposed to drive in an old RV that I bought at the beginning of the summer I bought this old RV 1979 GMC Ventura uh, like a 21 foot I was like I'm gonna 
renovate this thing. It's going to be my home on wheels, and then it's going to allow me to travel throughout North, like North America, and figure out where it is that I want to set my roots and where 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 my home is, basically. Because I I had never felt the the feeling of oh, this is my home, actually back home in Montreal. I always felt like there was something missing. And every time I come to California, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm home. Mm-hmm. So the goal, because it's so expensive to live here, and I didn't know where the exact spot would be, I'm like, I'm gonna have this tiny home that I can move around, and then I'll figure out where I want to be. But the plan didn't really work out because um, the van had a lot more issues than I thought it had, being in 1979. So um, in November, unfortunately, I had to like put her away because the winter arrived real fast in Montreal. So I was like, okay, so I'm not leaving in 2018. And it'll maybe happen in 2019. So I sat with that, made my peace with the fact that that dream wasn't happening right now. And ended up saying, you know what? Like the van's not ready, but I am. So I'm booking a flight and I'm going to California and then we'll see what happens. And I come here and then I realize, okay, I still love California, but it made me realize that I actually really love Montreal and my home and the people back home and that that saying home is where the heart is, which I always hated for some reason. And then I was like, no, it's 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 true. Mm. It's really true. Wherever my heart is, that's where my home is. It mm. doesn't have to be one distinct place. And I'm really grateful to have got that knowledge for sure. And then I still met some amazing people. And it's it's not even that I'm torn of oh, where I should be. It's not even bittersweet anymore. I'm just like, I can be whatever, wherever I want, whenever I want, and be surrounded by all these people that inspire me. And it's every every place is my home, basically. So that's a, that's a really good thing that I learned before the end of the year. That was nice. That's a beautiful thing to learn. Yeah. It's a lot of wisdom in what you were saying. Yeah. And I love your adventurous spirit. Yes, yeah, it's definitely there. <laughs> yeah, I love that not gonna be deterred by, you know, the van not working out. I mean, we can always use excuses mm-hmm. as to why we're not gonna follow our dreams, mm-hmm. right? Or we can say, it doesn't matter, like nothing's gonna stop me. Exactly, Right. exactly. What is your life in Montreal like? My life in Montreal, I feel like it. it it's been on, pause for a long time because I had this feeling that Montreal wasn't my home so I wasn't like devoting myself and putting myself out there because I was like I can't put myself out there because I, I won't be here for long I'm, I'm gonna move soon I always had that feeling so I always held back work-wise even relationship-wise romantic life I was like no I can't do that now because I can't be attached because I'm gonna leave soon so now I, I, I have the feeling that once I'm going to go back home, because I'm going back home uh, in like two weeks, I feel like for the first time in my life, I'm like ready to set roots and get like a more stable job in a, in a, in a career that I actually really love, building relationships that I'm just like going to hold on to longer. Not that I don't hold on to my relationships, but they, the, my friends and my family always know that I'm, I might leave any any day now <laughs> and I don't want those people to know that to, to feel that anymore mm. so I, I like that I don't know if it's a new sound 
maturity. I don't know what it is, but there, there's just there's a piece that that entered my life in the last few weeks, months. I just feel comfortable and just like, yeah, let's start the life. The the knowledge and the experiences and the people that I've met through so many different aspects and phases of my life, I feel like now it's like it's gonna pay off and I can actually put them like apply them. Mm. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So I don't know what my life is gonna be like in Montreal. Cause I I feel like I haven't lived it yet. Wow. Yeah. So another adventure awaits. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. From one adventure to the next. It, always. But I feel like this this time it's gonna be like a like a steady adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe you could enlighten me to what you feel passionate about right now. I saw your Instagram and yes. I see that you're a storyteller and I look at your website and you're a great writer. Thank you. You're also telling me about this 20 pages of journaling yeah. that came out <laughs> and you feel like you want to write a book. Yeah. So um, the title Storyteller came to me maybe two years ago and I feel like I've only just now... I'm, I'm feeling comfortable in actually telling people when they ask me, what do you do? And I, I'll say, I'm a storyteller. That can mean so many different things. And before I didn't feel comfortable with that because it was so vague. But at the same time, it's so profound. And it's sharing stories with different types of medium. It started off with actually photography. It turned out also to be writing. And I always wanted to work in film and I've worked in production for five years now. So it's also video. So it's all these types of medium that share story. And now it's funny that you, you introduced me to music earlier and I keep telling you that there's something with music. So maybe there's also gonna be that medium of music and sound. Mm -hmm. So I'm very curious to know where that's going to go. But yeah, I'm a storyteller. I love to share stories and I love to, sh to hear other people's stories and help them share theirs. Because we all have a story to tell. Mm. Yeah. And what type of stories do you like to tell? Authentic, real, raw stories. Mm. I don't like surface conversations or everything that goes deep and that you, you see somebody's soul through whatever you just really feel it's so real and it's powerful and it makes you feel so many different types of emotions that's what i want yeah so you're looking for a truth truth yeah always mm -hmm. i'm definitely a truth seeker that's mm -hmm. for sure mm -hmm. yeah i feel you and you know i can relate to that and i also acknowledge and have learned that surface, quote unquote, surface conversations can have a lot of truth, mm -hmm. right? Like, like in the same way you were like, you know, my, my car broke or my van broke, but that wasn't gonna stop me, mm -hmm. right? Like some people, you can be like talking about the weather, right? Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, this weather sucks. I really wanna quit my job. Yeah. You know, I don't wanna go to work. And you're like, oh. <laughs> All right, what's, what's okay. there? Yeah. Right. So there's obviously like more there that they're attributing to Absolutely. something and then the way to engage with them without um, like stimulating their ego too much. Yeah. To just hear what they're saying and where uh -huh. they're coming from is like kind of an art form. Absolutely. You know? Just be a hold space basically yeah. for that person to yeah. open up naturally. Without like forcing them to interact in the way mm -hmm. that you that you want yeah like, 
like I don't want to hear your surface conversation. Like, well, what can you hear exactly like, with your heart that's yeah. being said? That's yeah. yeah, truth. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So that's just an interesting thing that I've learned over the course of talking to um, thousands of people on the street. Because mm-hmm. you know, sometimes like you know, one woman told me a story about the um, her like drug life in the Tenderloin, and you remember seeing that in mm-hmm. the documentary. And then other people ha- have much shallower interactions you know about what they're willing to share yeah um and i think at first when i would like tell those stories i would like want more you know i'd be like oh maybe a lot of people are gonna like this story but it's like people are not a means to a lot of likes on a post it's like that is the story Mm -hmm. that's that shows how comfortable they were yeah right and it's also like the different types of people i would talk to like they'd be like well why don't you talk to more of these people i'd be like because they would say no or like whatever you know it's like yeah this is my experience people don't these people are open to talking to me these people aren't i have a connection with these people not as much of these people you know it's just like there's always something to like learn mm-hmm. from and it's also a great example of what the world actually looks like because mm-hmm. we're all at different phases in our lives right we're we don't have the same comfort like zones mm-hmm. so it's nice to to feel out all the differences in, in those people all the vibrations yeah yeah you had mentioned wanting to be considerate of your family and friends and yeah um so your parents are in montreal yes they are and what's your relationship with you with them like it's actually much better than it was before mm. it was it was a. Uh, I don't want to say a strange relationship, but I'm an only child and both my parents are very... I've I've been brought up in a family that does not really speak about what's going on in the deeper sides. Like we don't speak about our emotions, how we feel. Like I can, I'm pretty sure I have this memory of my dad when I was really young if I think I was crying and he told me something like, don't cry, it's a, it's a sign of like weakness. So I, I, I grew up with that in the back of my mind where I couldn't be vulnerable in front of people because of a sign of weakness uh, and then I would get hurt or something. So that, that was in, in the last five years, I feel like I've grown a lot through that because uh, it was a challenge. I mean, when you hold everything in, you're, you're bound to blow up at one point. Mm-hmm. So I blew up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. Because then I was like, oh, okay. It actually feels good when things come out. And then I started um, finding these like-minded people around me where I could actually trust and speak up about what was going on in my life, what I had gone through or what was going on right now. And feeling very comfortable and opening myself up and just sharing my truth which I, I guess I had been holding on to for so long. So maybe that's one of the reasons why I want to help people share their own story because mm. it's, there's so much healing out of it right. when you let things go and you just like blurt it out. Yeah, there's always so much medicine in our difficulties and struggles. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what makes life interesting. And it's in learning to see that outside of yourself, I think you can really become empowered, right? Because like you wouldn't want to go to a movie where the character didn't struggle with anything. No. There'd be no movie, yeah. right? So it's like you are 
the hero in your own movie. That's true. So your struggles are what makes your movie interesting. Mm -hmm. So you can choose to rise to those challenges and then transcend them. Yeah. You know, and for me, that's a that's been a big thing. You know, to do to be able to do that and and to step out of a victim consciousness mm -hmm. and step into like a creator consciousness and say, um, I've created everything in my life. You know, maybe some things unconsciously. And the work of being alive is to become fully conscious of what I'm creating in my reality. Absolutely. You know, so understanding the, the cause of the effects of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely got stuck in, in the drama and the, the victim role for far too long. And then when I realized that that was going on, I was like, ah, oh, okay. And when I stepped out of it, I was like, ah, oh, this feels so much better. Mm. Yeah, I would love to hear more. Like, what's your biggest, what's been your biggest, like, thing you've had to overcome, and what did you learn? Um, I guess the, the big thing, definitely the vulnerability thing, and the, the seeing that vulnerability was weakness, which is the complete opposite. Embracing your own vulnerability is a sign of strength and courage. Um, so in the last few years, I... I I, I keep saying I rediscovered my spirituality and people ask me, why do you say rediscover and not just discover? Because I feel like when I was younger, I was very in tune and I was tapped into like a deeper power and something bigger than me. And then I, I sort of lost focus on that. And then when it came back into my life and I, I started seeing things like not like getting out of that drama and not seeing that I was the sources of all this like pain and whatever and I was so small compared to everything else and just seeing the bigger picture and then I was on this quest uh, to get answers to questions I hadn't even formulated but I knew I needed to like get answers and understand what was going on in the world what was going on in me and then I went through different phases with shamanism um, tower readings, Reiki, all these different spiritual uh, practices. And then I found breath work. And that's where I got my breakthrough with that practice. And I understood so many different things that I can't even like say out loud because not because I, I don't want to, it's just because it, it's there's so much that I wouldn't even know where to begin. <laughs> and I don't even know how to formulate, but I, I feel it. And I think that's the most important thing. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was finding the different practices and the different um, sources that helped me understand, basically. Getting mm. awareness and being conscient, conscious of the bigger picture. So it was the, the pain that drove you to go deeper into yourself and look for healing? Yeah, it's definitely pain. I need to find more pain before getting out of the, the first pain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to get healing. Um, yeah, it was hard. It was hard as hell. Um, but it's the best thing that I've ever done. Because I, I feel like the moment that I, I went through that transformational phase, I don't know, just uh, there was a shift. And I, I feel, I constantly feel different shifts. And I, I'm, I feel like I'm a lot more aware of myself and my surroundings that now the, the shifts, even when they're subtle, I sort of sense and I'm like, oh, okay, something's happening. Just tune into that and then just let things flow. I don't question it anymore. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you were saying, you know, having a sense of the bigger picture, like, what does that mean to you? Um, I guess it, it, it goes back to my first s state of mind where I got stuck into that sort of drama triangle of it all and seeing that you just need to surrender into whatever is happening and just detach yourself from the situation and see the bigger picture because we're just a speck in the universe and there's so much beauty and there there's just so much more to enjoy in life than that like little small thing that consumes you and yeah just surrender and just ease into it mm. yeah right on yeah so I feel like I have a good sense of like your your spiritual and emotional journey and what about your your human you know like on a Saturday when you have a completely free schedule and you get to create your day mm. in an ideal way exactly how you want can you tell me could you describe it what would be my perfect day yeah where would um, you be what would you be doing well I guess the, the, the where, I guess it's not, it's not as important as I, I thought it would have been in the past because my original answer would have definitely been like on the beach, but it could actually be anywhere. Um, I've started waking up early in the morning and I absolutely love it. I didn't used to be a morning person, but I feel like when I wake up like around 6, 6.30, I have that like two, three hours that are just mine because people usually wake up later and so those moments are all mine. So I, I usually do some yoga, meditation, start off the day really centered. Um, I'll write, I write a lot because I, I have very vivid dreams. So usually I need to like put them down on paper and then try to figure out what they mean. So it's, it, it's like that, that little two hours, like my, my, my me time. And then, I mean, it, it's hard to say because right now I'm not technically working. So all my days are like perfect days because I get to do what I really want to do. So in the last few days here, um, I've either been um, researching and working more on my breathwork practice because eventually I would like to open a practice and really like give, give it give it to other people um so i've been finishing up on that and i've started writing basically yes i've, I've written a chapter to a book that i didn't know i was writing so i guess i'm writing a book um what's the chapter about um it's about um a 24-hour date that I, I i i went on before um coming here actually and it was the best date of my life. Sounds awesome. It was, it was just it's legit 24 hours of just back-to-back -back magic that I still to this day, I'm like, how did that happen? But it was just awesome. Yeah. And I didn't use to date. I, I, I held off, like I, like I said, because I didn't want to get attached. So for me, it was like, love life. No, I'm not doing that right now because I'm going to leave. And for some reason, even before coming here, I decided to just surrender. And then I met this person and I went on this magical date and it was just like, wow, well, this is fun. <laughs> so when was that? 
That was basically like a week before flying off to come here. And when was that? Uh, December 10th. Okay. Yeah. So a little less than a month ago. Yeah. Are you still connected with this person? I am. Yeah. We're actually going backpacking through Cuba at the end of the month. That sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> and you're cheesing pretty hard, so. I know. <laughs> oh. Yeah, how the world works sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'm not even surprised anymore, but it's just, yeah. Dope. That's cool. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Love is a beautiful thing. It is. That's actually my word for the new year. It's all about love. 2017 for me was about finding clarity. 2018 was about abundance. And this year I feel it's all about love. All kinds of love. Receiving, putting out, and just feeling love. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like you're off to a great start. I think so, yeah. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that feels pretty comprehensive. I feel your, your spiritual journey in the work. I definitely agree with the getting up early. I used to not be a morning person, but mm -hmm. I love it now. Yeah. That time with spirit and the divine and when the world is very still, is like priceless. Mm -hmm. You know, like the veil is thinner than, you know, and it's such a good time for creative inspiration and yeah. watching the sunrise. It's like... I don't think I've ever had a bad day when I watch the sunrise. Me neither. You know, if you watch the sunrise, you're like, you know, life is pretty dope. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. we all see sunsets, but not right. everybody sees sunrises. Yeah. 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 Seems like you have metaphorically met the sunrise for this, this 2019 year. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of beautiful things in your future. The grounding back in Montreal, yeah. the exploration with your new person yeah backpacking through cuba that's exciting it is kind of exciting yeah it's anything, gonna be a good year yeah anything else you want to call in to your experience um this year is also about um not not being so shy about my own personal power because mm. i know i know i'm amazing I know, and before I wouldn't even been able to say that because like, oh, it feels like I'm like being like, oh yeah, I'm amazing. No, I'm amazing. Like if you feel like you're a great person and you have a lot to give out, like you, sh you should be proud, not ashamed of like yell it out loud. And so I, I want to be comfortable with that um, and really, really ignite, ignite my flame, harness my power and like spread it out into the world and just make magic happen. Not just wish that magic will happen. Just Fuck yeah. Make it happen. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Create your own magic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think that self-love is a very important journey. It should be the first journey anyone takes because you have to fill yourself up and let it overflow out. Yeah. And if you can't say you love yourself, like whoever it is that you quote unquote love most in the world, I'm sure it's very easy to like gush about them, mm -hmm. right? You're like, oh, I love this and they're that and they're that. Like if you can't do that about yourself, then you need to up your self-love game. Exactly. You gotta at least be on par with that. Exactly. Because you can only love other people as much as you love yourself, really. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm stoked for you. Thank you. You seem like you're in such a great place. So many beautiful things on the horizon and so many beautiful things here. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, is there anything you want to share? You want to share how people can connect with you or a project you're working on you want to direct people to? Or? Um, I mean, I have so many projects in my head right now, but they're not down on paper. So I guess I'll share it with you guys once they're out there. Okay. Because they're not yet formulated. It's just blurps of ideas. Okay. Um, but I feel like this will be my year. You will hear about me more. That's for sure. Um, don't know when, don't know where, don't know how, but my name's gonna be out there, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and tell the people your name again. So my name's Gabby Mather, that's how it's gonna be out. Um, and yeah, so if you wanna see me on Instagram, it's Gabby Vibes with two Bs. <laughs> Gabby Vibes with yes. two Bs. All about them vibes. All about those vibes. <laughs> All right, thanks for coming on and sharing yourself. Thanks for having me. We hope you enjoyed that episode. This is what we're all about at Souls of Society. If you feel inspired right now, share this with one of your friends. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. And most importantly, embody your soul by living in your heart. It's our time. It's our time for harmony, togetherness, and peace. Much love.